listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now your hosts, Scott and Miles. Your table is ready. We've long and This is the capital. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. episode 162, part A, we'll be releasing a part B a little bit later on. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And good evening, I'm Miles Peter And tonight we are bringing all sorts of news. We have some great trivia. We're going to give you a little bit of hint of where our interview is going to go this week. But we are, we're going to have an awesome time. Oh yeah. Some good sci-fi out there and whatnot, right? We're preparing, by the way, for our Blade Runner re- Rewind February 5th. You have two weeks to watch. Blade Runner, by the way, Miles, Jim Arrowood, Raul, and Wayne Henderson said he has to be Blade Runner, the director's cut. That's okay. Although, they did acknowledge that if you do watch a different version, Mm -hmm. it'll bring maybe interesting dialogue as to the different endings, because they end differently. Hmm. One's a Hollywood ending, one's a Philip K. Dick ending. Okay, but they they prefer the director's cut. Well, we're talking about the director's cut. But so, right. but if you watched other versions, we would love to hear what you think about the differences in the versions themselves, uh, and um, love to hear your thoughts at one eight 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 five eight four three four three. Our emails at sci fi diner podcast at gmail dot com. You can always attach an MP three if you want. But really good stuff. What is going on in your sci fi world, Miles? Well, recently um, I watched uh, the Dark Knight Returns. It's a it's an animated Batman movie. Uh, Peter Weller actually voiced the role of Bruce Wayne in Batman, and uh, I thought he did a fantastic job. This is a part one, so there's a part two, but basically the premise is um, Batman has basically been retired for, and it's ten years later, mm-hmm. and something something happens to bring him back. And so, um, it, listeners, if you if you enjoy, you know, some of the animated stuff from um, folks at DC, um, check this out. Yeah, so well worth checking out. How? Oh yeah, uh, kid friendly or not really? Um, I, pr- I would probably hold off on yeah for small children. PG thirteen yeah. maybe. Yeah, it's PG thirteen ish. Yeah. Okay, very good, very good. Yeah. Well, tonight let's go into our menu tonight. Okay. Uh, nothing's been going on in my sci-fi world. Everything that's been going on in my sci-fi sci-fi world has been in the listener feedback show, which you can listen to a little mm. bit earlier on. So. I did start back into Game of Thrones again. I was in another book that I had to do for school, and now I'm back into Game of Thrones book four again. So. I'm still waiting for season two to be for Netflix to make available. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into our menu tonight, Miles. Yeah, well, so um, well, we're, we're going to ask our trivia question again this week. And we will be, it's the part B of this episode will be our interview with Larry Nemechek mm-hmm. and Geek Nation Tours. And, and TV news, so Amazon Prime 
acclaimed Zombieland, the TV show, and uh, Netflix is gonna, is airing uh, Marvel cartoons. Right, right. And in movie news, uh, so Disney is urging the original Star Wars artist to come out of retirement. And uh, in a special interest story, Stanley uh, sends sends a message to a teen Spidey fan injured in a shooting. And this week's twist, um, uh, we have a new Bye Bye Robot poster that has been released, and um, JJ wants to make you cry after seeing the new Star Trek movie. And our new sci- our Sci-Fi Five at Five, uh, just some random uh, Big Bang Theory quotes. Awesome, and of course, it's going to be Big Bang Theory quotes, which I have no clue what's going on, but that's okay. Someday you will. Someday I will. Someday I will. Miles. Yes. Well, Miles, why don't you take it into our trivia question for tonight? Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we asked last time, what does Walter Bishop and Brainiac have in common? Right, right. And um, and uh, they had to include a code word when they actually answered this question. And the code word is cortexafan. Cortexafan, which is, is great. So, you know, what's uh, they have till February 5th to get this in. And we said that they have the option of two different sets of prizes, right? Mm-hmm. And... and one was a collector's edition, right? 100-page, what, Star Trek book? Yeah, 100-page Star Trek comic book, yeah. And uh, which universe is that set in? I believe it's Next Gen, <coughs> and it's um, it's a bunch of short stories. Yeah, we're all sick in this house. house yeah. So you see coughs, you get it. You get a choice of either that or three Star Wars audiobooks, the Med Star Battle Surgeons, Med Star 2 Jedi Healer, and Star Wars Tales of the Jedi by Tom Veitch. But I put his name in because there's like... A bunch of Tales of the Jedi, so. so. Um, but they're very well done. Miles has listened to some of them and has enjoyed them. Oh, very much so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So February 5th, send us your answers. Make sure you include the code word that we just mentioned here. <coughs> and uh, the code word is not cough, cough. No, just it's so not. you know. It's, it's, not, it's not that at all. No, it's cortex fan. It is cortex fan. Right. It is, it is. Um, well, let's move into some other, uh, let's move into, I guess, our first promo tonight. For our first promo tonight, we are going to play for one final time, pending there's no Fringe movie. Right. No uh, Fringe miniseries on, uh, on, uh, on the web. Oh, we can only hope. Yeah. But pending, barring that, this will be the last time you'll hear the promo for the Fringe casting with Wayne and Dan. They are tonight, as we are recording, are wrapping up their final thoughts on the Fringe finale and... Yeah, and if you want someone that are definitive and authoritative and, and have a lot of feedback and a lot of thoughts about the way Fringe ended, this is a show that you really want to be listening to, a podcast that you need to check out if you are a Fringe fan. Wayne Henderson here, and I am excited to have three of the top Fringe Division agents with us today. So, since we're here, we might as well take advantage of the situation and just talk about about how the Fringe Casting with Wayne and Dan podcast is proud to be podcasting about this fifth and final season of the TV show Fringe? Oh, I'm sorry if at this moment when the universe is collapsing I forgot the magic word. For magic word, you meant fringecastingpodcast.com, right? Well, let's not jump to conclusions. I'm not. I don't really know what to say. It's all right, Olivia. You go ahead and fight the Baldies with Etta out on the fringe and I'll remind our friends to check out the fringe casting podcast at fringecastingpodcast.com. Now I'm off to get my co-host Dan out of some Amber. Thank you for your attention and have a nice day and egg sticks.
let's loop into our first piece of news. And Miles, why don't you go with this one? Amazon Prime claims Zombieland, the TV show. Right. So it's not that it's not news that Zombieland had been originally written for uh, television before it was reworked into a major motion picture. Last week, though, possible and glow the Walking Dead's uh, television success. It, it was starting to take shape at CBS, and then um, bam, Amazon.com steals a series to be released on their Prime streaming site. Bleeding Cool reports that the casting has yet to be done, but the call has been put out, and we're sure the characters will stay true to the snark and comedy that got you in the movie. With Zombieland on the, on the horizon at, at Amazon, with uh, Hemlock Grove coming out soon to Netflix April 19th, it may be time to check into the television that will connect to the internet and stream the, this thing. That or a device such as a Roku box or add your existing modern television might do the trick. The future is upon us, people. Arm yourselves. We'll keep you posted on Zombieland as it develops. You know, the, the fact that Amazon and Netflix are doing this is great because what it does, if these things kick <coughs> off, it paves the way for a new style of television to come to us. Oh, yeah. And a new way for us to consume media and not have to have it through the regular network channels. Our dish, our any of the cable, it kind of sticks it to cable. It, it sticks it to the man. Yeah, and cable's not going to go down fighting. Oh, no. Yeah, they're going to fight those. But well, hopefully we as consu- the consumers will win in this. We will win. Mm-hmm. In another piece of news, we, in a piece of special interest news, Stan Lee's touching message to a teen Spidey fan who was injured in a shooting. By the way, it was sad news. In a Texas university, they had another shooting as well. That's horrible. Yeah, you know, here you have, I'm an, ab- I'm an absolute, and I can get crap for this, but... You know, I'm, I'm an advocate. I think people should have the right to own arms and all that, but I hate when people are stupid about it. Yeah, I'm not going to get on that soapbox tonight. <laughs> yeah, not not the place, not the show, but yeah. maybe that's something for another time. But mm-hmm. uh, why don't you write just a little bit about what this says, and then we'll actually play the video from Stan Lee. Yeah, so Stan Lee was nice enough to send out a kind of a get-well message to this, 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 uh, this kid that, that, that was unfortunately uh, hurt here. Uh, so what's not to love about Stan Lee? He's 90 years old, and he's still one of the, the biggest supporters of superhero stories on the planet. Not to mention a guy who seems to sincerely love his fans. For proof, check out this video of Stan the Man wishing the best to a teenage fan who was recently critically injured in a school shooting. Last week, a 16-year-old uh, Bo Cleveland was shot when a uh, classmate opened fire at, at Taft High School in California. Cleveland was, was uh, airlifted to a nearby hospital and had to endure surgery and medically induced coma. He's recovering now, and his friends have taken to wearing a Spider-Man t-shirt in his honor. He's a big fan of Stan the Man, you see, and those same friends have been uh, working to, get Stan, to reach out to Cleveland as he recovers. They called and Stan answered, and uh, we'll, we'll play this uh, uh, get well message from uh, Stan Lee. Hey, hi, Bo. You know, I've been told that you're a big fan of mine. And I want you to know, that means a lot to me. So I'm sending you this message to let you know my thoughts and prayers are with you, as are the thoughts and prayers of all of Marveldom Assembled, as well as the brave brigadiers of POW. So never forget, you've got a whole superhero cheering section rooting for you. As for me... I'm taking the liberty of sending you some signed posters and some autographed comic books so that you can enjoy them when you're on the mend. So here's wishing you a speedy and full recovery 
Now you be sure to keep your spirits up. And remember, if there's anything you need, just yell, Avengers Assemble, Excelsior, your fan, Stan. So what a nice touch to have Stanley. Number one, some of his great catchphrases at the end, Avengers Assemble, Excelsior. So what a great touch for Stanley to do this for this kid. I would think this would just be, um, I mean, you're 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 not you're you you get shot. You're in a hospital. You're and um, one of your heroes out there sends you a, you know this this wonderful get well message. Um, the guy that created the heroes, right? He created these created created your heroes. Um, so I would this this. If, if anything that would lift your, you know, your spirits, I think this would. I mean, it lift my spirits if somebody did that for me. I mean, this is so. My hats off to Stan Lee for doing that. That's just a very class class acting to do. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of like Abrams allowing the guy to see the movie, you know, right before he died. Yeah. So, you know what? We need stories like this in the stand age. Exactly. I mean, you know, there's there's plenty of bad news out there, but but when, when you hear something like this, it just you know, it gives you a little little hope in your your fellow man. Right. Right. Well, in movie news, Disney urges the original Star Wars artist to come out of retirement. Drew Strusen, the artist whose famous Star Wars posters went a long way toward making the property the titan it was today, it is today, thought he was retired. (laughs) I like the way they say that. (laughs) Disney, however, has other plans in store. Yes, Disney wants Strusen back in a bad way. He recently confirmed, but does the artist who is famous for creating posters for Back to the Future, the thing Harry Potter and Indiana Jones want to come back? Here's what he says. You know, I spent 35 years painting Star Wars. I painted Star Wars before most of you were born, but I guess there's always a chance. There's no intention, but I would love to have a day off every now and again, and I'd have to work weekends. And I'd have to work a weekend and all through the night. If the opportunity arises, it will be a real temptation. But it's going to have to be a real temptation to get me away from my wife and my little grandkids and my family. Away from the green trees and the blue skies of change. Blue skies for a change instead of just locked into the studio. But you know, never say never. All things are possible. When you look at the great art like Strusson's, it carries a kind of effortless perfection that makes it all too easy to forget of the work involved. Maybe the man's earned his rest, but we confess. We hope he comes back for Star Wars at least one more time. Yeah, you know, when I read a story like this, he has earned his rest. Oh, definitely. I mean, this was 35 years ago he did this, but he seems like... But he's a man. (laughs) The iconic pose in the New Hope. Oh, I, I know, I know. But in the article, it's uh, he—he's definitely not um, closed uh, closed-minded to the idea of uh, not coming back. He—it sounds like if Disney makes it worth his while, he'll do it. Yeah, make it worth his while. Give him weekends off. Give mm-hmm. him enough time. So it looks like he could probably write, write his own ticket. You know, if he did this, I think he probably could. Mm-hmm. I think he probably could. Well, well, let's talk Terminator. Yeah, let's talk Terminator. So I didn't even know there was going to be a Terminator Five, but I guess there's going to be. So according to the T-800 himself, Arnie will be back for Terminator 5. We heard about Terminator 5 <laughs> okay. finding its writers, but we're now wondering the question of questions. Will Schwarzenegger be involved? Today we get our answer, and from the original Terminator himself, no less. 
At the London Junket for his current flick, The Last Stand, Schwarzenegger confirmed that yes, Terminator 5 is the upcoming slate of films he'll be a part of in addition to Triplets and the next uh, Conan picture. Now that we know he's on board, in what capacity will Arnie be involved? He seems to be going full bore back into filmmaking, so our, our knee-jerk assumption that he'd be only make a cameo appearance could be incorrect. Could Schwarzenegger play another Terminator? Or is it finally time we find out why so many killer robots walk around wearing his face? In any event, call, call us excited to, and, and hear more. Yeah, I, uh, I'm excited about this, sort of. I mean, he, here's the thing. The thing that made Terminator 4 for me, and I loved Terminator 4. Maybe I was one of the few, but I loved Terminator 4 with Sam, Sam Worthington. And his character there, and who was the other guy? Was it was it Christian, Christian Bale? Christian Bale was made yeah. those movie made that movie for me. Yeah, you know, I I, I also enjoyed Terminator Four, and um, I watched it again a few months ago. I got a copy on DVD. It had some extended scenes, which I thought made it more enjoyable. But um, as far as Arnold being in the uh, in the next one, they're going to need to use a lot of CGI to, uh, you know. The man's 65 years old, so right. I, I don't uh, for for him to play a Terminator, um, it, it it's going to be they got he's going to need a body double and a lot of CGI. Unless they go with somehow, <coughs> here's the guy that the Terminators were based on many years later. They they used his DNA form his, as a template. As yeah. a template. Mm-hmm. And he's regretting it. And he's trying to stop them from building it. Maybe that might work. Mm-hmm. But we need something like Terminator 4 to keep the franchise alive. Certainly Rise of the Machines was a terrible moment for the uh, T3, right? Rise of yeah. the Machines. Terrible moment for the Terminator franchise. Mm-hmm. Certainly failed to follow up on T1 and T2. So. Oh, yeah. Um, this might be done. This this could be done. I think they would bring back his face as some of the templates because you saw it in T T four. It, it made it made an appearance in the last movie. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's move into the twist. We have this week in Star Trek, Miles, and what is going on in this week in Star Trek? Okay. Well, this week in Star Trek, um, we got from our friends over at uh, Social Security and K, and also they're they're same folks who who uh, run Bye Bye Robot. So look out, Con, we got your ship, and now you at home could have it too. We're pleased to announce Bye Bye Robot's newest officially licensed Star Trek poster, the SS Botany Bay, by illustrator uh, Mark Brayer. Uh, the, the vibrant and energetic <coughs> excuse me, 16 by 24 poster features Con's foreboding ship as seen in the TOS episode Space Seed. It is printed on acid-free, heavyweight cover stock and is available at Bye Bye Robot for $25 plus uh, shipping. Um, so I've seen... the I put it on our on our Facebook page. Um, if you want to see it, it's a, it's a very nice looking poster, and we've we got a couple of their posters here that they yeah. they, they do some really good work. They do some awesome work, and I was looking at it right now, and it's a pretty nice poster. Right. Yeah. So some great art, and mm-hmm. that's not bad for a poster of hanging up in your room. Oh, definitely not. So, mm-hmm. so very so very cool. Uh, what else going on in Star Trek world? So J.J. Abrams, his goal is the movie is to make you cry. Um, <laughs> So, D- director J.J. Abrams, along with actors uh, Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, and Benedict Cumberbatch, recently joined MTV News to pre- preview Star Trek Into Darkness. While so much of the f- film is is about is still unknown until it debuts, the interview foreshadowed some of the struggle, adversity, and emotion we may all all in store for on screen later this year. 
The goal of this movie is to make you cry. If the movie does its job, then by the end of the movie, you will have had a reaction involving the eyes, Abrams told MTV News. If the movie works, then there's uh, definitely an emotional component. Uh, Zachary Quinto, who returns to the role of Spock, hinted that some fans' favorite characters may meet their demise in the film. There's reason to worry, Quinto said. This is an insidious and ruthlessness and fierce intelligence to Harrison that almost undermines the interconnectivity of the crew, he added. The definition of, of these two people are definitely come to bear in this film. It's central to what happens in the story, said Pine. Spock is a logical man of cold reason who's run by laws, regulations, and prescriptions. Kirk is a guttural, by-the-heart instinct, and impulsive guy. These two guys... These two ways of looking at the world are central to the characters and their journey. The definition of who these people are definitely comes to bear in this film. It's central to what happens in the story, Pine added. Well, now, who could they really kill off and keep the story going? You, you might be the Admiral, right? Right, the uh, Pike, yeah. The Pike can go. Mm-hmm. Spock Prime could probably be killed off, and we'd be okay with it, like Nimoy, if he's actually back in, which right. we don't know. We don't even, I don't think we have a verification of that, mm-hmm. but... Um, some of the oh I don't know some uh, Cumberbox character could be killed off. I mean, mm. but I don't think you can kill off any of the main crew. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll talk about. I mean, they're not going to kill Spock, Kirk, or, or McCoy. Uh, as far as the other, you know, Scotty, Chekhov, Sulu, Uhura, I can't see them getting rid of them either. It's just I, it's I just wonder. I, I just wonder if if the, if they just. They're just kind of saying that just to kind of get, make us a little worried, you know. He said, "There's a reason to worry." Mm-hmm. So he I, hinted mm-hmm. that they might, that they might, that they may. Mm-hmm. So that's not definite. Yeah, I just. Well, who knows? I mean, they 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 they, they blew up Vulcan, you know, in they the last did. movie. So so. But all bets are off. Yeah, all bets are I still guess, off. Uh, what, could Sarek die? That's a possibility. Yeah, that would be another one. Mm-hmm. Spock's dad could die. And- mm-hmm. But as far as the, the you know the you know the main characters, which I you know I'll, I'll put you know Scotty O'Hara and and Sulu and Chekhov in there along with uh, Kirk Spock and McCoy, I, I don't see any of them going. I just I just don't. Yeah, I don't think either. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well let's move into our sci-fi five in five tonight, mm-hmm. and tonight we have a very special. Sci-Fi 5 and 5 coming directly from the heart of Miles. This mm-hmm. is his favorite <coughs> Big Bang Theory quotes. Just Yeah, I just found some random Big Bang Theory quotes. Um, it's with, with, with... Not with one particular character, but um, if you're a fan of the show, you'll definitely get these. So and they're no particular order. So number five this is from Howard. Why should I do something nice for you? Sheldon says, to go to Jewish heaven. Howard says, Jews don't have a heaven. Sheldon says, to avoid Jewish hell. Howard says, have you met my mother? I live in Jewish hell. (laughs) (laughs) And if anybody understands the Howard and his mother relationship, you get that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Do you want me to read read number four? Do you want me to read number four, even though I'm not a a, uh, big bang person? Number four, Sheldon says, excuse me, petty butt. Leonard said, don't tell her. Sheldon, we're playing a Klingon boggle. Leonard, aw, Howard, how do you mean all? Like she didn't know we were nerds? <laughs> At number three, Penny says, give my friend his stuff back. Uh, Todd says, I don't know what you're talking about. 
Penny says, well then, good news. Today is the day a girl's finally going to touch you in your little special place. Then she kicks him in the groin. <laughs> <laughs> Touches him, she does. Yes. Number two, Penny, you got to help me get my arm into my sleeve. Sheldon, eyes closed. Okay. Penny says, is that my arm? Sheldon, it doesn't feel like an arm. Penny, then maybe you should let it go. <laughs> One can only imagine what he was really grabbing. Yes, and if you understand Sheldon, he, he this. He, let's just say this was, you know, not sexual in any way. Not, not yes, <laughs> not right. Okay, number and, one. Number one, uh, Raj. Isn't there a policy against dating graduate students? Leonard says no. If you can talk to them, then you can ask them out. Raj, damn, there's always a catch. <laughs> if you understand Raj. Uh, he can only talk to women with either some liquid courage or medicinal courage. <laughs> oh, so, always see what, a cat. You see what you're missing, Scott? There are some great one-liners. Right. There. I am missing it. Yes. Yeah. You know, one thing I'm not missing is watching Downtown Abbey, mm. uh, which my wife is absolutely obsessed with. You know what? So is mine. Yeah, they should get together and start their own Downtown Abbey podcast. I'm Probably. Sure there's, sure there's a bunch of them out there already. But I, she's like, you've got to watch the show. I'm like... Honey, I don't have time to watch the shows that I want to watch right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't, I will not be watching that show. But, but you know, each his own. Each his own. Oh, yeah. So, well, thank you for joining us in the shorter part A uh, of, our, of our show for the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. We'll be, really, we'll be talking about part B in just a moment. But thank you so much for joining us. And uh, if you want to give us your thoughts on anything we said tonight, email us, call us. You can find the digits at SciFiDinerPodcast.com. All right, till next time, good night and good luck. We will see ya.